Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Count me down. Three, two, two and sorry if you don't. Three, two, one, hit it, Chris. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Podcast, Brian, how's your day? Hey, could you say that a little slower next the time? The Jones Zone. I didn't say lower, I said slower. The Jones Zone. Sorry. All right. What you been up to, man? Well, uh, tell me about this lunch you had I wasn't invited to. It was uh, it was with Kirk Rigel, our friend over there. More yeah, our more. friend. Yeah, for veterans. So, you know. I got nothing on that. Yeah, well, I mean, you was know. Was it just for veterans? Uh, that's the target audience is for veterans. Okay. So, if you want to go join the military... Oh, no, 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 no. Too old, uh, uh, they wouldn't have me, I'm sure. All right, well, speaking of veterans, today we are joined by Lawrence Wingate and Jamar Perry. Uh, Lawrence is with, well, I guess they're both with Wingate Media Entertainment, Charlotte Event and Meeting Planners Association, and also JXP Elite Productions. Uh, these guys collaborate on all kinds of sports and entertainment projects, including video production, music production, event planning, commercials, independent films, short films. They work with veterans and entrepreneurs. If you have any needs for marketing, promotion, or some kind of media, these are your guys, Lawrence and Jamar. Welcome to the Jones Zone, man. Good thank to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, that was a quick brief introduction, but if you don't mind, give us a little bit of your personal story, and then some of your professional background, and then how you guys got started on doing all the cool things that you're doing. Lawrence, we'll let you uh, go first so your voice is identified, and then we'll let uh, Jamar go. Alright, well my personal story, uh, I'm originally from uh, Trenton, New Jersey, born and raised. Started uh, into the entertainment field at age seven and the entrepreneurial field at age seven because in our family, we had to either start a little business or have some little company business around the neighborhood, you know, lawns or (laughs) shoveling snow or whatever. Uh, It was mandatory in our family to do something. Uh, From there, uh, you know, I talked to a couple of family members that were in the military and uh, they said with my personality, you know, I be a good fit for the military. So at age 17, I joined the Army and uh, had a luxury career for 23 years. What's a luxury career? A luxury career is when you get to work for a lot of general officers and you enjoy the good life. <laughs> oh, okay. It must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice. <laughs> Lobsters on Tuesdays. Yeah, you get extra, extra ham extra ham on your ham cheese sandwich. I hear you, man. <laughs> Jamar? Well, my name is Jamar Perry, as you already know. Um, I guess I'll start after my military career because that's the most important part. Um, I'm just out here to make changes. I started an organization called Collab Charlotte and I started brand JXP Elite Productions as you guys already said. Um, What we're here to do is just make a platform for artists and entrepreneurs in the Charlotte and surrounding areas of the Carolinas 
and give them a platform to market themselves. We have an expertise of videography and we have artists in our circle. We have anybody that you can think of at the moment to give each other a platform and collaborate. Awesome, man. So uh, how'd you guys hook up? Uh, mechanic. Yeah. Our, we have a mechanic. His name is, uh, we call him Hippie. Uh, he's well. What? That's, 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 that's his nickname. No, he no, is an amazing that's guy. That's just the first three letters of the name. Oh, it's a okay. long name. He's a louse. He's a louse. He's a louse. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Good luck pronouncing that. Yeah. Hippie is a good nickname for that. And his shop is My Auto Mechanics. And so he, he knew each. He knew you guys separately and decided to link you guys up. Yes, for like what three years? Yeah. Three years. He kept kept saying he wanted to link us up, but for three years gone by, then he finally. Oh. I, that's right. I got to hook y'all two up. He finally got tired <laughs> yeah. of hearing me talk about the dreams and plans of what we were trying to do. And he was like, I know the guy, the key to get you where you need to be. And that's what happened. All right. So it sounds like you guys have your fingers in a whole lot of stuff, man. So let's break it down and make it easy for people to kind of digest it. Let's just okay. start with Wingate Media Entertainment. So what all do you guys do that in that branch Wingate Media Entertainment we've broken down we have a record label Black Ops Records we have Wingate Films we have Wingate TV we have uh, GXP Elite A by Wise Music and we do a lot of video you know as far as music videos commercials we also do event planning as far as we, we do a lot of events as well as a lot of social events like our military ball that we had last May in uh, Charlotte. Uh, we, what we do, we also do a lot of marketing, advertising, and branding. Yeah. All right? We take the unknown entrepreneur or the unknown individual and we make them known. <laughs> All right. So what's the next step in terms of, like, if somebody makes a video, how do you make them known? I mean, do you guys help make that go viral and all that, or do you help them with their social media and stuff? It's or? not about, these days, not really about going viral. viral. It's more about long-lasting, longevity, consistency. Because the thing is, you go from Monday and Tuesday and be famous, but will they know you on Wednesday? Yeah. So the thing is, what we do, we'll take that music video, and we do what... As we do trailers and teasers and stuff to get people interested, build your name, your uh, numbers up, right. make sure that your social network is is going. Make sure you constantly are promoting stuff, constantly putting a lot of content because when it comes to social media, it's all about content, and you want your content to match your image. If you if you are a flashy person, you want your content to match flashy things. If you're about to Community, you want your content to match community. And therefore, most brandings are more powerful when you do stuff outside what you're doing. For example, y'all realtors. But if you go out there and cut somebody's lawn or go some clean somebody's house, or you go fix somebody's car, or you do something outside what you do, it doesn't matter what you're selling. It's about what you have done for those people. And they'll be your biggest cheerleaders as well. And that's what we do. Yeah, you make a good point about consistency because I mean you don't know which which content that you put out there that's gonna attract somebody or resonate with somebody. So you just gotta do your best to to keep putting it out there. And exactly. Help. You know, I, we've done how many podcasts? I don't know, seventy. Seventy something. And who knows when the tipping point will be? Maybe uh, episode one hundred, somebody will listen and they'll mm. they'll resonate with them, or episode two hundred, or maybe this podcast. You never know. So you just gotta keep doing them. Mm. Um, all right, so JXP Elite Productions. 
Yes, Walk sir. us through a little bit of your journey, man. How'd you get started in all this and all the well, videos? And I got about 80% of my expertise from you know working mm -hmm. in the military. I was a photographer there, so I picked up a lot of what I needed to do, what I'm doing now as a civilian from there. Um, I fly drones. I have done that for real estates, you know, real estate agents and things like that, uh, commercial developers. Learned that from the military. I was flying Raven Bees out there. And uh, other than that, just learning from Mr. Wingate, everything else, uh, the business aspect of whatever I'm trying to do, I'm learning that. Nothing's going to go without your professionalism and how you do your business, you know, how you follow through, follow through with your business, basically, yeah. So how does um, being a military photographer and videographer differ from being a civilian one? Because I don't imagine, maybe I'm wrong, but that role in the military is tactical, not so much Absolutely. A, a narrative but and a fictional type of thing, right? It's, so it's, it's basically the same thing. You find an avenue of approach and you have to adapt on how you get what you need. It's the same, exact same thing, whether it's out in Iraq or here in Charlotte. So in other words, you know, is it different between a rainy day on a sunny day. Most photographers don't want to shoot on a rainy day, but if you're used to being in the dirt, if you're used to being, you know, suppressed fire, used to being all these other extreme conditions, mm -hmm. rain doesn't mean anything. Rain won't be anything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's, that's what really separates the two. Did you ever have to take pictures and videos, like, in conflict or in battle or anything? Like, mm, I'd say so, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> that just seems so interesting to me, like... Yeah. To it capture is. that, because not only are you witnessing it, but you're documenting it as well. So, did is it kind of like... The difference there is, you got to think of so many different aspects, so many different platforms. If, as a regular videographer or photographer, all you're thinking of is through that box. But what's in that box can get you. So, you have to keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you heard all that, but... You don't want to be a liability for the team that you're going to document right. at the same time. So that's kind of where I was going with that. It was about. like you know they're all running around with their guns, and you got the thing. Up I was here. running around with a gun as well. Yeah, I was, okay. clearing, I was clearing rooms as well. That's awesome, yeah. man. That takes a special kind of skill there. Yeah, and uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, all right, and then. Let's talk about the Charlotte Event and Meeting Planners Association. So what exactly is that? Uh, the Charlotte Event and Meeting Planners Association, uh, I put that together, that was the steps back in early 2014. And the reason why we do that, because when the D.C. National Convention was here in Charlotte, mm -hmm. um, a lot of local event planners were locked out. Those a lot of people who had those contracts brought their own event planners, their own vendors. So everybody within Charlotte and the Milkerberg area didn't get any contracts. So as a lot of people were discussing with me, and I said, it's more power in numbers. So what I've done, I created the Charlotte Event Meeting Plan Association, simple for short, is that we've got uh, event planners, in, in, not just in North Carolina, but around the world. So wherever, if I want to do an event, in Egypt, I have an event planner in Egypt, London, all over the place. And what it is, when they want to come here, they use the event planners within the organization in order to plan events as well. So in other words, what it does, it goes to where our, where our mission is helping entrepreneurs grow their business. And the best way to do that is be power in numbers. So therefore, if, you are, if you're an event planner, if you have an event that you want to plan, you can't plan it by yourself. 
So if you specialize in planning events, but you know nothing about catering, so within the association, you go ahead and find one of our event planners who does catering. And you bring them on your team. It's like in the military. For every project you have, you always build a team in order to manage that project. That's why we did what we did. So how do you guys use what you learned in the military um, to help your business grow and do better? I mean, you, you kind of almost sounded like a little Jocko-ish right there. And, uh, <laughs> how do you guys implement what, what you've learned in there and then to now the civilian world and what you're doing? One thing, strategic planning. No matter how small the pro project is or how large the project is, you strategize. You look at who your competition is. You, you my my way of doing things is I look at the competition, what they're doing, but also look at what they don't do, and that's what I specialize in. Because all event plans pretty much do the same thing, but there are a lot of things a lot of event plans don't do. So I take all those things and I perfect them, hmm. which separates me from everybody else. So without spilling the beans, like what are are you? Can you share like elaborate on that a little? Or? No, I'd rather not. <laughs> That's my know, secret sauce, it's, dude. It's, what it's you, a what secret you sauce. <laughs> I understand. Go ahead. Stay tuned. Oh, uh, I thought you were asking a question. I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, Since when do you not want to interrupt me? You you interrupt me more than. Did you see what I just did there? What? I let you finish that sentence. Oh, and I didn't really have anything to finish. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. I was like, you interrupt me more than. And I was like, I'm hoping you'd interrupt me, but why haven't you interrupted me yet? That's funny. Um, all right, so let's talk a little bit about the community in Charlotte, right? So mm -hmm. you guys are helping entrepreneurs, you're helping business owners, mm -hmm. you're helping veterans. Who are these people that you're helping, man? Like, let people know, like, Charlotte has these artists. You don't need to go to Atlanta. You don't need to go to L.A. I mean, let's let's dive into that a little bit. Once again, it's like you, North Carolina. When, you, when people outside of North Carolina think about entertainment, it's always NASCAR football, basketball, baseball, and whatever other sports-related entertainment that I have here. But what they don't talk about is the non-sports-related entertainment, the music, the stage plays, the film, the dance, everything that's non-sports-related doesn't get talked about. And most of those people, what they do is they go to either LA, Atlanta, or New York in order to pursue their careers. Now, with saying that is, why should they have to leave their home state when they could pursue their career within their own state? And what Jamar and I do, we provide them that platform and also teach them how to build their portfolio. Because if you're an actor, it's one thing leaving North Carolina, going to LA, say, I wanna be in your movies, and you have nothing to show. But when they come to us, now not only they're in our short films, but they also either wrote a book or been in music videos or they or they have managed one of our events, you know, but host one of our events. It's in other words, we're cross promoting them. So no matter what genre they're in, people know who they are. So now the conversation changed. When they go to LA, well, I've I've done this many short films, I've done I wrote a book, I did this, 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 this. What can you do for me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it changes the positioning. Right, because yeah. you have nothing to bargain with when you go there. Mm -hmm. So that's why, that's why you have a lot of artists that get these deals, become a hit, but you don't hear from them no more. So what a lot of companies do is, okay, well, we made our money, 
So now we don't want you to go out and make money. So we're going to lock you in in a 10, 20, 30 year contract. Yep. So now you put it down. What? What? What did you just say? Oh, they lock you in a 10, 20, 30 year contract. The record label does that to mm-hmm. the. Geez. Prime example Prince. Mm. Remember Prince changed his name to the artist mm-hmm. forming known as Prince? Yeah. Prince is his actual born name. But when he signed the contract. Really? Yeah. When he signed the contract. He signed it as Prince because that's his stage name as well. So they owned that name. So when he had a little issue with the record company left, he had he couldn't change his name. So he mm. had to say the artist formerly known as. Wow. Jeez. Points. Wow. I didn't know that. I thought it should be a loophole or something. That's the reason why my artists, I teach them contract negotiations. I don't manage my artists. I teach them to manage themselves. I teach them the business side their talent because you could be talented but if you don't understand the business you're not going anywhere and you're going to get taken advantage of you can take every single time yeah every single time and that's why you see these one hit wonders or these people don't go anywhere they're still stuck on soundcloud or whatever uh thing is and it the thing it doesn't matter if you're in the film music or theater business the same it's just a product stuff so therefore, you have to understand your talent, understand your goal, have a vision, and then strategize to reach your goals. So, what made you start a media company? Like you, you I mean, you retired from the military. You can't just say I'm going to start a media company. What What was step one? I mean, did you have to well grab I, a camera? And... I've known ever since I was 12 years old. I want to start a media company because it had, but it had nothing to do with entertainment. I just got tired of people on in New Jersey, Channel 6 News, Channel 10 News, Channel 3 News, Philadelphia News, telling my story the way they want to tell it. So I figured, okay, if somebody want to tell my story, I'm going to be the one to tell it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the one to change that, that, that uh, balance from being called certain names in the media to say, well, if we're all this, then why do we have all the success on this side? So once again, let's pull back to strategy. You, in order to fight negative, you have to fight it with positive. So you wanted to control your own personal narrative. Exactly. Gotcha. That's awesome. So what was the step one of doing this? Was this finding talent to work with or sharing your story online? And Step one was to get people to buy into your vision. Absolutely, yeah. Once you get people to buy into your vision, it just the doors open right there because now your creativity not just my creativity everybody else creativity but you have to know how to manage that creativity because some people have great ideas but don't know how to implement it yep some yep. people yeah, have that's that's, uh, that's me right there. right so what <laughs> i do in that case i take somebody with great ideas and somebody who like to implement things and i put them together collaboration collaboration that's the way to go i mean you have to. Yes. Because you know, not, I mean, the solopreneur can't just do everything. Exactly. And you have to be, you have to be self-aware enough to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. And, and getting the right people around you is, is crucial. Exactly. And hence that comes from my military training. In the Army, everything's about building a team. It doesn't matter who knows what, but the thing is, can you get to the goal? Right. So therefore... If, even if you're in charge, you're not going to know everything. 
That's why everybody on your team, all the way down to the private, is very important because everybody has experience, one way or another. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you know, if you got one guy's IT and that's all he or she knows, but yet you need visual. But you know what IT? You can have visual, but thing is, how you gonna broadcast it? That's right. Somebody, so therefore, it has to be a team collective. Yeah. And so that's how you guys kind of run your business now. Like you, uh, you do most of the actual filming and recording and stuff, and then you kind of handle the the business and the marketing aspect. So uh, let's talk about the short films you guys got coming up. All right. Well, the first one we have coming up is called Wrong Package. It's about a... Wrong Package? Wrong Package. Okay. About a nine-year-old African-American girl get kidnapped. Uh, she was out in the store spending time with her father and gunmen come into the store and kidnapped her. And when they realize it's the wrong girl, all hell breaks loose from there. Now is this is this in pre production or is it already kind of it's filming? In pre production. Okay, great. Yeah. Pre production. So well actually we just cast the last character, which is the father. Which is we've been searching for what? Couple months now. Couple months, yeah. Couple I was months gonna now. jump in and do it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do you guys do. Do you guys do the casting too? Or yes, we do, yeah. we do everything. We we're, do anything. We're pretty much a one-stop shop, and the things we don't have, we go and get. So how is this a short film or is it independent? It's an independent film. So it'll be about running, an hour. It'll be about a good hour. Okay. Good hour long. Cool. When I hear wrong package, I think of the mailman in my neighborhood. They, they can't get anything right. Oh, jeez whiz. All right, let's talk about Collab Charlotte, man. That sounds like a project that's uh, really near and dear to your guys' heart. What what all does that entail? Uh, Collab Charlotte is a, a baby of myself and my co-founder, Samuel Love. And we are actually childhood friends. I've known him since I was seven years old. So what happened was I split off and went to the military. He split off and went to the military. We converged back and we were sitting down one day and we were thinking, what can we personally do to get people on the next platform instead of sitting here talking about it or instead of sitting here just liking things on on Facebook and on Instagram? We can actually implement what we're trying to do. How do we do that? Well, he actually has funds because he has um, his VA. So, or his... um, what is it called? Uh, disability. His disability. So he's using that to help fund what we're trying to do to help the whole city. We, we're we both in Hidden Valley in uh, Charlotte. And, you know, that's a neighborhood. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was on yeah. the episode of Gangland. Got you. So with that said, you, we want to give people options and we want to give people, you know, an avenue other than just basketball and rap, you know. If you give people options and you show them how you can sell T-shirts or you can sell, you know, events, you can put on your own show. You can make money doing what you do. Um, we go ahead and read. That's what we so do. So, what that's does that what look like? Is that a, like a group or is that like a once a meet, once a month meeting with people that are interested? Like it's a, a meetup? Circle. Or? It's a whole circle. There's so much talent in Charlotte. There's so much, so many artists. There's so many clothes designers, local business owners musicians and all these circles are learning that we need to come together and have events and, and put the word out and support each other. And in doing so, we're all going to win. We're all going right. to create our yeah. platform. And you see people like Queen City Unity, these guys are exactly like us. They're entities that do the exact same thing. And we all have this understanding that we all want to level up. So we're trading information, we're trading artists, we're trading you know events and supporting each other on what, they, what they're doing. Um, Queen City Unity is having an event 
on the 14th. And one of our artists, Daycant, is definitely going to be performing there. Actually, two of our artists. Two of our artists are going to be great, performing man. there. Yeah. What kind of event is it? Just like a networking thing, or like a? It's actually. Um, what they do, they just bring the community together. Yeah. Okay. In Charlotte, you got East, you got West, North, and South. But you got people on the East side don't talk to people on the West side, and vice versa. So what they, what this this organization does, it brings everybody to one event. And that's how you get people to communicate. That's how you bring people together. Right. You know, and get up, get rid of all those, you know, preconceived notions of people. You know, like for example, I had an artist told me, you know, I'm from the east side. Well, I don't, we don't talk to people on the west side. And I kept asking why. He said because I've been like that. But why? And he kept he kept saying. That's kind of. It reminds me of New York. The, you know, there's yep. like the Bronx guys don't yep. like the Brooklyn guys, mm-hmm. who don't like the Harlem guys, right. who don't like the Queens guys. So but, it makes me think of that Snoop Dogg uh, clip where he's like, I think it's the BET Awards. Yeah. Like, yep. East Coast ain't got no well, love for Snoop Dogg. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but see, the thing is, nobody nobody knows why. You know, so I speak. If nobody knows why, then why you obviously, then why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he finally went over there to talk to the producer on the west side, he had a hit song. <laughs> That's funny, right in your own city, man. Right, and yeah. the, the point I was trying to make is, you can't look at someone and, and judge them without talking to them. Mm. All these years, he see this guy all the time, know he was a music producer, but because the guy wasn't was what he called a little too feminine for him, he didn't want to deal with them. Now they like this. Mm. It, you know, you can't can't separate them. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty good, man. Yeah. yeah. Put that on this track. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's what it is. Division will do that. And uh, also you got, you know, another mentee of mine, because I mentor a lot, of, a lot of young entrepreneurs named Demi Holly. She has an organization called Link 15 Charlotte. And what they do, what, what she does, she could take a guitar player, a painter, uh, it could be an artist, it could be people many different things but they all consider artists put them in a room and teach them how to collaborate how to communicate with one another because you're all telling the same story just in two different formats so i hate that train by the way because you can always hear it on the podcast yeah, yeah it always comes <laughs> through, comes through. I wonder yeah. if there's a if there's a typical time that it comes through or it just comes. Do they through. know where where we're trying? I don't to know. I've, I've got a good mind to write the DOT and let them know the whatever's going on over there. The conductor. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Keep it down, huh? All right. Earlier, you kind of threw in casually the military ball. What is that, man? Uh, military ball is is it's like what we call the prom for the military. Okay. Where everybody wear the uniform, or if they out of military, they out of military, they wear you know the suit Tuxedos. or bow tie, tuxedo, whatever. And it just you know the um, what we're going to name it called the Wingate military ball is where you get the veterans, you get the RTC, you get active duty, you get all those people and their families together, and you show your appreciation from generation past to generation future. Because the disconnect right now between the person who spent 10 plus years in don't really communicate with the person who's already in privates or people who've been in less than five years. So that's the disconnect. So therefore, that private is still learning because there's nobody in his community that he's or she's speaking to to give him some insight on how to basically what we call survive in the military. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
It's like somebody, you know, you're, you know, you're in high school and you got to go to college. So you're asking everybody, hey, what's college life like? Yeah. It's, military is like the college of, it's like college. Yeah. Yeah. And how long were you in the military for? 23 years. Thank you for your service, man. Thank you. How about you? 14? 14. She was 37 plus, what, 7? Yeah. Plus zero, that still puts us at 44. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for your service, man. Thank you. We, we were talking about that the other day. We had breakfast with uh, like 15, maybe 20 World War II veterans okay. at uh, the Westminster Towers. And uh, it's really humbling to to sit there and just like imagine what he went through. You know, you're sitting here watching him eat his breakfast and you're just like man I wonder what that guy went through you know so yeah we're actually writing uh, we're, we're gonna be uh, doing a podcast series interviewing those 15 veterans and we're gonna get into a book and sell the book for a profit to uh, and use the profits for uh, to donate to a local nonprofit that okay. we're partnered up with so okay. we're really excited about that I think the highlight of my military career was a lot of events that I planned in the military were the highlight was sitting there at the table with Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. Tuskegee Airmen. And to listen to their story was like, wow. Right. You know, I mean, I've been through a lot in the military, but these guys been through a lot. And they paved the way for me and generations after me to do what we love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really, a, yeah, it's crazy, man. I was, I was uh, taking a hike this morning. And I was listening to the story of uh, Paul Revere in mm-hmm. my head, which is totally random to do on a, on a hike. <laughs> you know, most people yeah. listen to music or whatever. But here I am, I'm like sweating, just miserable out. It's a beautiful fall morning. And I was like, man, these dudes like rode around on a horseback. There's no, there's no AC. Like, just, I'm out here like, <laughs> I can't wait to get the air conditioning. I got no Wi-Fi signal out here. My Wi-Fi's gone. My Wi-Fi's gone. And like, <laughs> well, yeah. it's just a different world, man. Yeah. You know? It is. Yeah. How are, um, how are you guys making an effort and succeeding? I'm sure in helping veteran entrepreneurs grow their business and live their dream with with your company. A lot of success. Uh, when we rather the veteran, not a veteran. We sit down with them face to face. We first question I ask: Tell me your vision. Once they tell me their vision, then I build a plan for them. As far as okay, now we got to backtrack. What they call backward planning. Mm-hmm. And you, you set each goal as you go back. Then we get down to the last goal, which is the first goal that you have to obtain. So now what you do is, you, in order to reach your vision, you have to obtain many goals in between. So therefore. A lot of uh, entrepreneurs out there are going for the goal, but they're missing everything in between, and they end up staying in one spot. So as you plan your goals out and you hit your first goal, okay, now you got a success. Now, okay, now it's time to go to the next goal, and so on and so on until you reach your vision. And we've been very successful at that. Yeah. It's hard to trust the process, man, as, a, as an entrepreneur, and you, you, you have to. Yeah. You know, you, it's easy to, especially when you're on social media or whatever, and you see someone else's success, but what that person isn't showing you is all the years of hard work they mm-hmm. put in to get there. Right. It just seems like an overnight success to the outsider, and it's yeah. not. So yeah. having someone uh, like you to kind of remind them and take them step by step through the process like that is yeah. is huge. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, I'll tell people, I'm in the business of helping people change the way they think, because... You know, a lot of people been to school, a lot of people have all these people telling them what to do, but 
they don't have process. They have a bunch of information and opinions. But I formulate a process for them to follow. Because, you know, in the military, as you may know, is everything is nothing but project management. Yeah. That's all it is. You start at the beginning, you go to the, how many steps it may be. <laughs> you know, so how many of the trees did you clean? I cleaned four. All right, good. You got 12 more. 12 more to go. Yeah. And exactly. And that's just, that's pretty much the same thing. But the biggest roadblock for entrepreneurs is the entrepreneur themselves. Because they have to forget everything else they were taught and then look at the reality that they have in front of them. Yeah. And once they do that, they become successful. And then when I explain to them about competition, competition is not like it used to be. Therefore, if you are at maybe 40% capability in your business, then you need to find people who have maybe have 5% or 10% of the things that you need for your company and partner up with them. Therefore, you all grow together and you all achieve together. Yeah. So I'm saying? So, yeah. Awesome. So they talk about that on um, the E Myth Revisited, the book, because you know a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, there's, you know, the entrepreneur is the creative person, but sometimes you know they're not the the tactician, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like like going back to what you said, partnering with somebody who is a tactician or who is a good manager, who may not be creative, or who may not have good ideas, but they know how to get everything done. Yeah. So just just. Really hammering that down, how collaboration is, is key mm -hmm. in today's world. It's crazy. Even just having somebody to manage the books or manage your schedule or admin type stuff. Exactly. You know, so. yeah, the thing is, you, you, number one, you have to understand, you can't do it by yourself. There are, you know, especially between Fort Mill, Rock Hill, and Charlotte, there's a whole bunch of colleges, universities, community colleges. Who, who a lot of those students are looking to intern in a lot of these entrepreneurs uh, companies because the thing is but the thing is you have to reach out to them yeah you know and you know I've, I've been very successful in, in mentoring uh, Jamar and countless other people and they all are successful now why because I changed the way they think like in Jamar's case where, you know, when I met him, he was going out here getting sales and all that stuff, and but he was tired at the end of the day. And I explained to him, well, you, you know, you, you, you're doing it the, the wrong way. He said, well, how? I said, well, I'll tell you what. Give me three music videos, and I'm going to show you when it's done, your phone's going to ring off the hook. He's like, come on. I said, just, just humor me. So I put out the first video promoted that, marketed, did everything, it, it comes along with it. They start getting little emails. But the second one, next thing you know, boom, phone start to ring. Put the third one out, which just took off. Now he's booked up. Now are these videos he's filming for local rap artists? Local, uh, not only rap, not only rap. Yeah, we've done all types of music. Yeah. Um, I've even played for, uh, or I've shot for lady named Beth she plays a harp and she did mm -hmm. a music video for uh, Water called Water is Life and it's mm -hmm. for the uh, North Dakota Pipeline you know yeah. fight yeah. and it turned out terrific we actually went all the way to Asheville and shot that and that's why he's off the hook that's why he's booked now that's why his phone is ringing because yeah. now he don't have to go out to look for sales they're coming position himself it's all about positioning position. that's yeah. all it is that's awesome man well congrats on your guys success thank you thank you 
let's take another minute just kind of take us home man remind everybody uh who you are what you do and then how can people get in touch with you and how can people get involved with with everything you guys are doing i'm lawrence wingate owner of wingate media entertainment and co-founder of the charlotte events and media plan association and you can contact me at wingate tv at gmail.com and if you want to have some do a partnership deal or you have an event that you want to plan or learn how to be an event planner, contact me. <laughs> we go. make it happen. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Jamar. And once again, Jamar Perry um, with Collab Charlotte and JXP Elite Productions. I can be reached at JXP Elite Productions one at gmail.com. Or if you could look at me up, look me up on uh, Instagram at JXP Elite Productions or Collab underscore Charlotte. And we also have Facebook and, you know, all, every social media platform you can think of. Just uh, hashtag any of those and you will find us. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I forgot my IG. See? Wingate Media Entertainment. There you go. IG. We'll put all this in the show notes as well. Lawrence, Jamar, thank you guys for coming thank on. You. Thank you. Is JXP your initials? It is. Jamar Xavier. Perry. I was going to say Xavier. I was going to say Xavier. That's yeah. awesome, man. I thought Professor that was... Professor X himself. Yes. <laughs> Professor X himself. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Jones Zone Podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next episode.